All right, brothers and sisters, praise Jesus. Amen. Amen. You might hear me say Yeshua sometimes. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. And we just praise Yeshua, Jesus, every day, all day long. Amen. Amen. So today the message is about prayer. And if you have your Bibles today, turn to the book of John, chapter 16, verse 23. And this is Jesus talking. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Amen? Amen. So all born-again Christians... Always finish your prayer in Jesus' name and pray straight to the Father. Amen? Amen. Now we drop down to verse 26 and Jesus tells us, In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. Okay? You have the Holy Spirit in you. If you are saved today, you believe that Jesus came from from heaven in human form to die a crucifixion, your sins and mine, and then was buried in a rose, and you've repented from your sins, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. So your prayer goes straight to the Father through the Holy Spirit, and if you're praying in Jesus' name, it's being heard. And if you're not, it's not being heard. Remember, brothers and sisters, we are saved in the name of Jesus. We're baptized in the name of Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And if you eliminate Jesus from the equation, God is not hearing your prayer. The Bible doesn't lie. It's the truth. And the truth will set you free. This is the gospel truth. And Jesus himself is telling you that. Amen? Amen. Now in 26 it says, he's not going to pray for you. Many people out there think that they can pray to somebody and then have that person pray to God. Well, if Jesus himself is saying, he's not praying to the Father for you, nor is anyone else. So if you want your prayers heard, pray straight to the Father in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. So now we're going to turn... We'll stay in the book of John. We're going to John chapter 14. And we'll read 13 through 15. And this is Jesus talking again. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now that's a powerful statement. If you ask anything in Jesus' name, it will do it. It will be done for you. If what? Well, first, what? You have to be a Christian. You have to believe. You have to have repented from your ways. Change your sinful ways. Put on that new man or woman. And live for Jesus. Serve Jesus. Right? And then he says in the following verse, 15... If you love me, keep my commandments. Right? So that's another requirement. If you're not keeping the Lord's commandments, your prayers are going to be hindered. You understand? If you haven't repented and been filled with the Holy Spirit, right? God hears and sees everything, but your prayers are going to be hindered 
until you repent and obey the Lord. Now, what commandments does he leave us? In Matthew 22, they ask him, what's the greatest commandment? He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he tells him the second is like the first. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then he says, all the commandments are fulfilled by those. Because brothers and sisters, if you love your neighbor as yourself, you're not going to strike them or hit them. You're not going to kill them. You're not going to lie to them. You're not going to steal from him. You're not going to commit adultery with his wife. Do you understand? So if you love your neighbor as yourself and you're showing that love, okay, you're obeying the commandments of Jesus. You know, it's just like if you have a child, right? Let's say you have two children. One, every time you tell him to do something, he just, he does it. He's so obedient. And any time he asks for something, you are so grateful, so willing to give that child what he wants. Right? Of course. But if you have a child that disobeys you all the time, disrespects you all the time, and then he asks you for something, don't you hesitate a little bit? Don't you at least want him to wait for whatever it is that he wants? You know what I'm saying? God's no different. He's no different. If you want your prayers answered, show him that love with obedience by serving him, practicing to be Christ-like. And he knows you're going to make a mistake. Thank God he died for our sins. And when we make a mistake, we ask God for forgiveness with genuine remorse, and he forgives us. Amen? Amen. So now in verse 21 of the same chapter, he says, He who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself in him. How does he do that? Through the Holy Spirit. Yes, brothers and sisters. Another verse solidifying that you must repent, change from your evil ways, get rid of that carnal mind by making proper changes in your life. Get rid of evil company. Get rid of anything that causes you to sin. And God will manifest himself in you, fill you with the Holy Spirit. And you can pray all day, every day. Keep your mind on the Lord and all will be well with you, brothers and sisters. Amen? Amen. But he does want that formal prayer. And I, I, I believe wholeheartedly, as Daniel would get on his knees three times a day, I think it's a good practice in the morning to get on your knees in private as he describes, and pray to the Father in Jesus' name. Thank him for keeping evil from you throughout the night. Ask him to keep evil from you throughout the day. That covers everything. Rape, attacks, accidents, diseases, everything. Just in that one sentence. Yes. Then ask to be led out of temptation. Right? And... Thank Him, you know. Thank Him for filling you with the Holy Spirit and ask Him to fill you up every day. All right? 
Then at the end of the night, you're about to go to bed, get on your knees again in private. Thank him for keeping evil from you throughout the day. Ask to keep evil from you throughout the night. Things can happen. Somebody can break into your home. You can have a heart attack. Many things can happen. So you ask to keep evil from you throughout the night. And you examine yourself throughout the day. If you saw that you sinned, ask for forgiveness for it. He wants you to humble yourself and ask for forgiveness. And boom, you're a Christian, you're a believer, right? You're living for him, it's forgiven. Your sins are washed by the blood of Jesus. They were nailed to the cross. Praise Jesus. Amen? Amen. All right. So, now, in James chapter 4, verse 3, it says that if you do not receive an answer to your prayer in the affirmative, okay? I'm paraphrasing, but this is what it means is you ask amiss. You ask amiss to spend it on your pleasures, on greed, okay? Maybe you want a big, huge boat that you don't need. That's praying amiss. You want a plane. No, you don't need a plane, right? You need a car, but you ask for a Ferrari, a $350,000 vehicle. That's asking amiss, right? Ask for a car, and God will bless you with whatever car He desires to give you. And it may be a Ferrari, right? It may be a Volkswagen. It may be whatever. And many times it will be exactly what you want, because God knows what you want before you ask. And if you are a loving servant, remember the the two sons scenario, right? You're obedient to Him. He wants to flood you with blessings and bless you with, with things that you don't even ask for. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, always remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart. And we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday, forever and ever. Amen.